0: Every
1: time you do a trailer read, you have to be like, nope, this is how it's supposed to sound. If you don't like it, screw you, but this is what it is.
0: <laughs> Getting feedback from someone, choosing not to take it personally, is actually very freeing. And I find, for me, that I do the worst when I'm trying to give somebody what they want.
1: It's like the modern version of the, the two people inside of a horse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Times are changing. We want different voices. We want different races. We want more female voices. I think it's a beautiful thing. And
0: there is something about the strength in numbers that has been really emboldening. Lying on the floor, flopping around like a <laughs>
2: like a fish for 45 minutes.
3: We work in isolation booths. So if we, <laughs> if we don't want to be isolated, we should leave those booths. You never think, uh, I hope he asks me to be, hope he pitches me to whatever he's Like,
2: if you think that way, and you're just trying to use people.
3: Blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, that's him. Wow,
4: you got the part. Hired on the spot.
1: Yeah. He pilots my meat suit. I've only heard really bad things about Jamie. Right. Yeah, you that makes sense. Instead of trying to figure out how to get into it, I just brought a bunch of people together that none of us do in the industry.
3: Stop wiping expectations on any audition.
1: As soon as you
2: start telling stories and having actors touch people's heads and hearts with their
1: performances, you're going to have people that are going to want to connect to the people behind those voices. You're going to get a lot more no's than you get yeses, and I, that's true for me today. Okay, so it's been ages since I've done this, so I'm super rusty. What do I even do? I don't even <laughs> remember. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is a slightly different episode today to a normal VO School episode. This is much more uh, random, <laughs> not so much educational, more informative, and uh, we've got a lovely little group of people to talk talk with me today. First of all, let's introduce everyone. So I'm just going to go around the Zoom room. Corin, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us about who you are
2: I'm Karen Guilfrey I am a voice actor and um, I am the founder of voice actors of NYC the co-chair of the vocation conference and now the new vice president of NAVA which is pretty fun i um, yeah. the National Association of voice actors woohoo that's pretty much and 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 Jamie's friend Good
1: friend Yes <laughs> Yeah, most importantly <laughs>
0: Most importantly
1: All right, excellent Thank you for being here Femi
0: My name is Femi London uh, Also a, a voice actor I guess most notably I, I play Casey Bullock In the audio adaptation Of Terry Moore's Strangers in Paradise And Molly Sundowner In Ron Randall's Trekker uh, Both of which are, are ongoing I hope for a very, very long time and working on breaking into commercial work, getting still still doing uh, more performance work, but uh, that's that's basically my resume.
1: I just heard your demo. It sounded great.
0: I, you know what, I'm not going to do any free plugs, but demo producer, <laughs> top notch, world class. Can't recommend them enough. Might even be an advertiser or a sponsor. Well, I was going to say you can conference. say
1: because he is a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> 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 JMC was, Demos.
4: Definitely a JMC demo, yes.
1: Awesome. All right, Joan, you're next on my screen.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Joan Covino, voice actor from Greater Boston, and I'm also a friend of Jamie and Karen, and actually connected with them originally in 2019 with the um, first, the inaugural in-person vocation. And that's when I got introduced to the podcast also, uh, the VO School podcast. So I've been listening for a few years now, and I actually joined the team with Jamie last summer to uh, help um, move some things along and give him some support. And I'm happy to be moving in as we uh, restart some things. And I focus mainly right now on medical narration, corporate narration, and telephony.
1: Excellent. All right. Thanks, Jane. And Tiffany.
3: Hi, I'm Tiffany Van Landingham. I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm just starting out as a voice actor after studying for about three years, which is when I was introduced to the VO School podcast. So I've been a listener since about 2019. Excited to be on the team helping support the pod. And yeah, just shout out to all my Milwaukee peeps. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> amazing so yeah Femi Joan and Tiffany are here because we are a team podcast moving forward um, we're putting it all together and making it all happen um, I'm very appreciative of your guys helping me out um, because yeah it's been a bit bit of a, a bit of a burden to, <laughs> to carry for the last five years Lot, lot to uh, lot to do a lot to get you know processed and so I very much appreciate your help and very much want to involve you guys into the pod as much as possible and Karin's here because we're going to be talking about evocation so those are the two areas we're going to focus on today so Karin why don't we talk about the conference because as we record today which is June 1st we are a week and a bit away from the conference starting yes. which is exciting and terrifying
2: <laughs> yes both those things
1: <laughs> what is evocation for the uninitiated
2: uh, so, eVocation. So, first of all, I should say the Vocation Conference is a conference that is solely dedicated to the business side of voiceover. Um, everything we do has no performance element to it. So, you won't find a commercial class or a, a video game efforts class or whatever um, other kind of performance classes people teach at other conferences. Our conference is just the business subjects. So taxes and email marketing and online casting and working on your social media and working on your website and your SEO and all of that stuff that is so integral to being a voice actor in 2022 and beyond, but that doesn't get as much hype, I think, as some of the performance classes at other uh, conferences. So evocation, is the online edition of our conference. We started in 2019 in person in New York. I am happy to report that we've announced uh, that we'll be returning to in person in New York City in September in New York. But in the meantime, we are also gonna be doing our virtual conference, I think probably once a year because it's really helpful for people to do an online conference. The cost is much less because you don't have to travel and worry about hotels and, And also one cool thing about the conference this year is that Jamie had this brilliant idea that people are in their homes with all of their stuff in front of them. Their website is right at their fingertips. Their online casting profiles are right at their fingertips. They're in their own home studio. What better time to implement all of the things that you've learned? And so this year at evocation, we are adding a workshop component after many of our classes. So you will be in a class, you'll learn a bunch of stuff from some incredible people. And then after the class, you'll go into a small group workshop with other voice actors and everyone will implement what you've just learned on your own stuff. So I think it's going to be really great. And you'll leave the conference having done a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we've been speaking with some of the speakers about what they're going to, what they have in store for the. Class, and then the following workshop, and everyone's doing something different. The structure is different. The way they're going to utilize the breakout rooms is different. Some people are going to send people out, and then we're all going to reconvene and talk about stuff that we've done. Other people, we're we just going to sort of send them off and do things. There's going to be discussions, and you know, follow-on chat from the classes. There's there's so many different things that people have planned. I'm I'm sort of blown away by the sort of creative options that people have brought to the table for how to use those workshops so i'm i'm super excited about that and i think you know this isn't just a, a big sales presentation <laughs> but i am is super excited that the virtual is like you said sort of its own beast really and and people who couldn't get to new york and people who have difficulty uh, like disability and financial issues and things like that just getting into the city and going to an in person conference can access all the stuff that we we put out there and uh, so i think that's that's been a an unexpected benefit of the pandemic making us shift focus. Yeah. Um, so for me, Joan, Tiffany, you've all been involved in the conference. Tiffany, actually, have you been to the conference before? I, feel, I can't remember. If...
3: I did. I was uh, last year was my first year. Right. Uh, the evocation.
1: Yeah. I'd love to get your thoughts on it, and uh, you know, you can you don't have to sell it. <laughs> you can be honest. No, I
3: be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't think I could be salesy if I wanted to. Um, <laughs> so it was my first introduction, really, to the greater voiceover community, and I I just loved it. Um, I had a a colleague of mine here in Milwaukee, Teresa, who came over. And we sat side by side on our laptops and we participated <laughs> and it was amazing. Gosh, I wish I'm kind of speechless. I, I love the fact that it's the focus is on the business side of voice voice acting, you know, because so many and it's like actors, you know, so many or just artists, creatives in general. You know, they're all about the art, the creating their art. But when it comes to. Working their business, um, being an entrepreneur, they're just skills are lacking, maybe interest is lacking, but if you want to be successful in this business, um, you, you really have to know your stuff. And I was so impressed with the variety of topics and all of the, the speak, the presenters were amazing. And. You guys really pulled off a great online conference. It was the first, was the first online or was that, did you do that the year before too?
1: we done it the year before. That was our second one last year.
3: Okay. Um, well, I just, from so. a, from a like student audience perspective, it just seemed seamless. And there were quite a few attendees and um,
4: just, it was, it was fabulous.
1: Well, thank you. So glad. <laughs> what about Joan? Yeah.
4: Yeah, um, to piggyback on that, uh, I am very fortunate in that not only was I able to be at the first in-person conference, but I have been at all of the virtuals. so I've seen uh, really a beautiful evolution here, and the value-added classes that are there, um, the whole conference, it's not just the value-add of the business end of things. But it's also surprisingly enough over Zoom, as I think many of us have have realized and noticed uh, and appreciated is the connection that we still have with everyone and being able to meet people globally, being that it's virtual. And, you know, it's long days, but they're full and they go fast and and you can take your breaks and all and at the same time you're ready for the party at night (laughs) and (laughs) whether it's the first party with the baritone bartender um and um he's He's back back. i know i saw and um and just in the networking opportunities and really people have really connected well i think i know i'm very grateful for the colleagues that i've met and strengthened relationships with people i had met in person and just um, also strengthening again the business skills. There's, you can always learn something. You know, where I like being able to keep up with the trends because we have so many movers and shakers coming in to help present. And you know, that's one of the big things I think for me is that. And also keeping yourself honest and having uh, an opportunity to maybe find some new accountability partners, or you know, and just and just have fun learning. I am a lifelong learner and it's just so much fun to have the kindred spirits on the same level.
1: Yeah, I think that was something that surprised me. I don't know about you, Karin, but was the the social aspect of it as well. I mean, we were so starved for social interaction at the beginning of the pandemic and, you know, really year or two in. It was so easy to transition from the connections that you would make in person, you could also forge virtually as well. And I was surprised by that, actually. I I don't know about what you thought, but that seemed to happen a lot.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's interesting. (laughs) So many people who I've met at Vocation, I've never met anywhere else because (laughs) they live far away. And, you know, it's like, it's like a real global community. And some, I, I read something online that was like, my best friends in the last two years, I, I, you know i've I've talked with them all the time, but I've never seen their legs. <laughs> 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 like, it's so true because we're all sitting we're all sitting on our computer screens and you just you know you just we only see from <laughs> shoulders up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's interesting how how you can form a deep connection with people who you haven't spent a lot of time with in person. Yeah, I feel like vocation. It like just the coffee rooms and the and the party rooms and all the stuff. It, it gives you a lot of time to interact individually with people that you wouldn't necessarily expect from a virtual conference. So,
1: yeah, and some of those evening events, we'd, we you know we'd sort of poop out at a certain time, you and I, and then we'd hand over the reins of the Zoom room, and it would go on till like the early hours of the morning, you know, which was hilarious. Um, Femi, how did, how did you get on at the uh, previous event?
0: I, I discovered it very surreptitiously. Uh, I, I think that's the right word. It just a lot of things coming together at the right time. I had literally just finished my intro to VO course at an academy there in Seattle and discovered the podcast. Oh, well, there's a Facebook group. Oh, next weekend, they're having a conference. Hey, there's five tickets left. Sure, I'll do this. Uh, So the, the first evocation that was my, my first conference and just met some amazing people. And from an incredibly newbie standpoint was absolutely mind blowing because when you're doing courses and you're, you're learning the craft of voiceover, they're not focused so much on the business side of it. It's here's, Here's what you need to know. Here's what casting directors are looking for. Here's the different genres and how they differ, and what you need to do. They don't. They don't tell you anything about. And here's how to network. Here's how to meet those people that you need to meet. And then here's how to file your taxes at the end of the year because guess what? You're not getting a W-2. Uh, but it's it's been an amazing, eye-opening experience, and. Not not to sell it too hard, but the VO School podcast, when I, when I first encountered that in the height of the great global panini that was 2020, th- this is why I'm here. It, the podcast is why I'm here, and I'm so thrilled and grateful to be helping with it, even in a small way now, because I know personally for me that was a huge influence on where to direct my career and the steps that I take and realizing that, hey, this isn't just something that I thought would be cool to do when I was a kid. No, this is a viable career opportunity. And I have the tool set to take the steps and make that a real thing. Very grateful last year, I was actually one of the scholarship winners for Evocation for 2021. Um, I will never forget the first Evocation when Maria Pendolino comes, comes out with her fan made of $100 bills. <laughs> just right. like, here's the money, <laughs> now go get it. It's oh my God. such I'm an amazing, uh, I mean, she's an amazing presenter anyway, but she is. Uh, yes. just, just knowing that there are, there are people who are making this a success and they are approachable. And they are, it's the most supportive community. And that's one of the biggest things is that I have never worked in any industry that ha- the people themselves have been so supportive we are overjoyed when other people have success, even if even when you're in competition and acting, it is a competition for a lot of people in a lot of ways. And just it's the people that make the community, and it is such an amazing community,
1: absolutely 100%. Snaps and to that, yeah. And the cool <laughs> thing about voiceover, I think, is that there are no guarantees, don't get me wrong, but there are also these days not there are far fewer gatekeepers. So if you do the learning and you do the hard work and you do the hard yards, you know, you can find yourself a little corner of this industry to, uh, you know, explore and, you know, set yourself in. And that's the thing that I love about it more than anything is that you can, you know, cultivate your own career. And um, through you know, not just my podcast, but other podcasts and books and videos and YouTube and, you know, Reddit and wherever else people, you know, TikTok, like there's lots of advice there. And, you know, you have to be, you know, careful of where you get your information, but it is generally speaking quite an open community. You do have to be careful of some of the old uh, snakes in the grass, but we'll talk about that a little later. Um, So, yeah, let's wrap up the vocation chat. Um, Karin, how do people get tickets for the event?
2: you can uh, go to vocationconference.com and click on the tickets button and it will take you to our event page yeah and then you'll have a couple ticket options we actually have a replay only option so if you um and you can buy the replay only option i think probably all weekend long right jimmy
1: yeah all the classes and panels will be available for 2 weeks after the conference so yes
2: so, um, so if you can't make it because you're busy June 10th, 11th, and 12th, you can still watch all of the uh, classes on replay and get, this, and get the same content, which is great, uh, for two weeks after the conference. So yes, vocationconference.com.
1: All right. Okay.
2: Do you like that definitive ending?
1: I did. <laughs> you really well done.
2: Well done. Thank
1: you. <laughs> You've done this before, I think, Karen. Um <laughs> Okay, so now we've got an exciting announcement. Well, I think it's exciting. Who wants to spill the beans about what we're planning for the uh, conference? I think it would be nice to hand it over to one of you guys. Tiffany, do you want to talk about what we've got planned for the VO School podcast moving forward?
3: Sure. So it's been coming up on five years since the original launch of the pod. Things have changed uh, so much over the last several years. So um we've been in discussion, the team. And so we're gonna start, we're gonna start afresh. Uh we're gonna re-examine the same subject matter, or a lot of the same subject matter, with a fresh pair of eyes. So we're gonna look into the future and um have some maybe some of the same guests that were in the original episodes, but we're looking to add a lot of new people. Hopefully some new and emerging experts and talent in the community, you know, more diverse opinions, um, diverse set of guests. yeah, all, all new, and we're super, super excited about it. We have so much potential here, so yeah, how'd I do?
1: <laughs> do great. Yeah, that explains it very well. Yeah, my original intention was, as you know, if you've listened to the podcast, each episode is devoted to a different aspect of voiceover and it was you know the first 20 30 40 episodes were in somewhat of a linear sequence how i thought it should be sort of presented that information and so i think we're going to use that model moving forward we're not going to be necessarily sticking to it exactly if it doesn't make sense in 2022 and beyond but generally speaking that's going to be the structure so we're going to start again and we're going to re-examine each of those subjects with like you say some of the same people some new people and talk about where we're at in whatever subject that is. So yeah, I'm super excited about this this because it's an ever changing industry. <laughs> I think we've got a lot to cover. Joan, what are your what are your thoughts on this and and talk to us about what you're going to be doing on the team.
4: <laughs> well, I think Tiffany gave a great uh, introduction to where we're heading and thank you for that. I am we're talking about how we can help you best. So going to kind of divvy up a little social media activity um, and get a little bit more structured and um, frequent with connecting and engaging people so um, i think i'm probably going to handle the twitter end of things we're not really sure yet we all kind of have different places within there um, as far as the different platforms but we, we striving to make sure we have a consistent message in order to help Jamie and the podcast and keep the credibility there. And it. sure, <laughs> little, little details, you know, um, and, um, and really just excited to see how the gaps will fill in you know say something that was done very beginning back in you know five years ago what has changed and to see and hear what's coming up um with the new guests or even repeat guests who are bringing a different perspective um based on the current world and where things are going so i'm excited i'm excited to be part of it and thank you
1: yeah i'm excited that you're part of a team um yeah there are certain things I don't know if Fiverr even existed five years ago, (laughs) maybe it did, but maybe not so much in the voiceover world, but um, some, I mean, I know things like Upwork and Freelancer and those kind of sites existed, but that has been a big sort of disruption in our industry. So I think things like that, and, you know, connecting that to the conference, we're actually going to have a panel on that if you're interested um, with some pretty cool people. And we're going to have a pretty diverse panel of opinions on that subject. People that are pro, people that are, have started and have moved away and then there's someone who's very not pro not, not pro Fiverr so we're going to have a pretty honest discussion on that but yeah so there's going to be lots of areas where we haven't covered it before so we'll we'll be talking about that and then even in the more established areas like commercials for example the pandemic changed a lot of stuff video games the pandemic changed a lot of things we're now almost exclusively working from home Karen you know you and I would be going in and out of sessions in New York quite regularly you know, three Mm -hmm. or four years ago, but not so much now. I mean, hardly at all for me.
2: No, I would say probably 20% of my work before the pandemic was in studio and now hardly any.
1: And the position of... Casting directors has changed a little bit in the process. You know, they were very much, you know, you'd go into a casting office and, you know, not all the time, but that still existed five years ago. So that's completely changed. They still work, but they do it in a different way. Like there's, there's so many different areas. So Femi, what, uh, what are you looking forward to in this process?
0: I think Tiffany and Joan really, really summed up a lot of my sentiment as well. Like you were saying, so much, so much is the same in the industry as when the podcast started five years ago but it's so nuanced and Mm. what has changed really impacts all of us on a daily basis so revisiting some of those same and familiar topics it's it's going to be really dynamic it's going to be really different Mm. looking at it with fresh eyes just just like tiffany was saying so i'm really looking forward like i'm sure most of your listeners if not all of your listeners of seeing where this is going to go in a new era of voice acting where we are we are doing this from home and there's new hurdles and and new challenges and I'm really excited to be working on the back end of it just to make what was already a fantastic podcast maybe a little more more accessible a little easier for you being yeah. the one man show more that consistent. you are
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: and and, uh, and nagging you about hey what do you need what do you need what do you need now,
1: now when's the next one coming out come on come on come on Jamie <laughs>
0: Yeah, You're delegate, right. delegate.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I need to work on that. Yeah.
3: Don't we all? You <laughs> know, I, rea- yeah. I realized I forgot to mention that we, we're we still going to keep the listener submission episodes. Yeah. We're still going to pepper in some of those and um, yeah. also some uh, periodic guest interviews, um, depending who, on who Jamie can have access to.
1: Yeah, every now and again, I'll have someone who's sort of a bit, you know, maybe slightly outside of the voiceover industry, but has it does work in that area that is maybe a little high, more high profile than us. <laughs> and yeah, these listener submission episodes where we'll post a script online and then everyone submits their reads and then we play them and have you know experts review them. Those are super popular episodes. They always get a lot of downloads. So I'm not gonna go crazy with them, but we'll maybe do three or four a year, maybe two or three a year, something like that. They're always fun. So yeah, we got a lot we got a lot to get stuck into. Priority right now for Karen and I is getting the conference together. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to do it.
2: It's going to be great.
1: I know. We're excited. We're excited. Ten days.
2: Ten yeah. days. Ten days. Oh From today. I don't
1: know when yeah. this
2: is coming out. Less than ten days. Less than ten days.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Flag bags are in the mail. They
2: are. Yeah. Has
1: anyone got one yet? Has anyone received those yet?
0: I got mine today and immediately squeezed Ooh. the package. Ooh. and was like, there's a water bottle. There's a water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I <did> my studio. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'd like to see your process for um, assembly process for those.
2: Do you get help? Uh, so the first year I did it all myself. But this last year, uh, the last two years, I have been uh, hiring my like life assistant, uh, Pam, (laughs) who who helps me with all my household things. And she's amazing. And she's an architecture student who also cleans houses and helps us with our laundry. And so she. She comes and helps to assemble the swag bags once a year, and that's been a game changer. So, she can also uh, shout
1: out stamps.com as well because (laughs) stamps.com, yeah, because the first year I was
2: literally standing in the post office at a kiosk entering in people's email or their uh, addresses. And stamps.com now I can just uh, batch export into the program and it prints out postage
1: for us. So Didn't you get kicked out of a post office or something? I remember you having to drive from one to another.
2: Yeah, they didn't like me very much at the post office. (laughs) They were like, oh, no. Because you had 400 bags Here's the lady with the purple bags. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so one post office, they were like, you can't come here again. And I was like, oh, okay. They were like, no, no, we're not going to. They saw me walk in with a giant box full of swag bags. And they were like, no, no, no. Go to the other post office wow <laughs>
0: okay. he is now the only wanted poster in the post office yeah <laughs> right
2: i was very pleasant but they were like this is too much work we don't do this
1: <laughs> they went postal they went postal okay on oh. that terrible joke
4: one other little shout out to your uh Little ones who helped you last year an issue with your golden ticket placement. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious this year. <laughs> yes,
2: this year's golden ticket placement video was a train wreck in the <laughs> cutest possible way. But
1: <laughs> she ran about half a mile down the road.
2: She did. She ran half a mile down the road with the golden ticket in her hand. <laughs> Alana, who, who's, her, who's her birthday's today. She's three today
1: okay well thank you everyone i appreciate you spending your time with us today talking about evocation and the relaunch of vo school podcast if you want to find out more about evocation as Karen said you can go to the conference vocationconference.com also our facebook group vocation voiceover that is our sort of most active social media account where we post everything first i try and keep up some information on the twitter account and the instagram but Facebook's where it's at in terms of our communication with everyone. You can ask questions and get all the latest information there. Same actually for VO School. VO School Group on Facebook is the most active. And um, voschoolpodcast.com, I think, is the website address. It's been a while since I talked about it. Let me Let me just check that. Yeah, so voschoolpodcast.com is where you need to go if you want to check out us on the web. And that's it. So we'll go around and have everyone... Tell us their ways of getting in contact with them in case people want to talk to you. So Karen, how do people find you online?
2: I'm normally on Facebook. I've been trying to do Instagram more, but I'm just at Karin Guilfrey,
0: C-A-R-I-N-G-I-L-F-R-Y or com.
1: Okay. Tell me
0: am not very accessible online. That is changing after some of the amazing uh, workshops that we'll you be need having at eVocation. S-
1: Natalie Nordis' <laughs> social media class at eVocation. I
0: absolutely do. Uh, my, my LinkedIn is currently under uh, under construction, Femi London, and uh, my website, femilondonvo.com will be launching soon. So by the time somebody hears this, um, there you go,
4: contact information.
1: <laughs> okay, there we are. Excellent. Joan?
4: I'm at uh, joancovino.com website. Just launched actually about a month ago with uh, voice actor websites. Little plug there. Oh,
1: excellent. And I'm um, excited that.
4: that they're going to be at the uh, evocation again this year for folks. Wonderful, wonderful experience. And also um, on Twitter at Joan Covino and LinkedIn, Joan Covino. Pretty simple.
1: Fantastic. Tiffany?
3: You can follow me, get in touch with me on Instagram at Till Tiffany. Uh, that's T-I-L-T-I-F-F-A-N-Y. Kind of took that after the band till Tuesday. Anybody that is familiar with Amy Mann oh, or that old.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone. And uh, you'll be hearing from us soon for both Evocation and the VO School podcast. I should say VO School should be relaunching sometime in July definitely once we get past the conference and then we'll we'll get stuck in so yeah thanks everyone
4: thank you jamie bye
1: the vo school podcast was produced by joan Gavino femi london tiffany van landingham and myself jamie muffet special thanks to patreon super member angus MacLeod and our sponsors jmc demos and backstage we'll see you next time